Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 7-11 here on a Saturday morning. Our car care show is underway. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive. Grand Avenue in St. Paul is joining us in studio today. By the way, Denny Long returns next Saturday in time for the fair. Steve Thompson sitting in. Uh, always good to see you, Dan. I hope all is well. Good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. State <laughs> fair time. Where did summer go? I know. The state fair. I just want to say quit it. I don't, I don't even want to think about that, that we're there already. But here yeah. we are. Hard to believe. Yeah. I, I brought that up uh, with Dennis our studio producer, uh, earlier this morning, and I, I said, well, you know, State Fair is coming up. Dennis, Thursday, I was like, wow. And it snuck up on us uh, in a hurry. By the way, if you're having a problem with that vehicle, car, truck, whatever, feel free to call 651-989-9226. And that's good for calls or texts, 651 989 9226. So we invite your calls and texts here on the Car Care Show. Now, we have an old van at my other job, uh one ton GMC. It's got the big V8 in it. Um, it's an O2, I believe, and it has about 100,000 miles. So we don't put a t- ton of miles on it year in and year out, but for quick errands, that sort of thing. It is starting to start very slowly, like it's not getting fuel. Um, you know, typically a fuel injected engine, you know, if it turns over, it's, it's going right, to go. Right. Yeah. But this one, uh, cranks too long, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What could be going on with well, that? Well, that's a, that's a, uh, uh, I'll give you a little test that you can do on it. And, uh, what I'm wondering is, is, is if the fuel pump is a lot, is not, there's a check valve in the fuel pump that's supposed to hold, uh, Maybe not pressure, but at least fuel volume uh, in the fuel line, uh, you know, between starts for a long time. And if the uh, if that fuel is being allowed to drain back into the tank, then you have to crank the car long enough for that fuel to get back up to the uh, through the fuel system and to pressurize again. So my the test I'll have you do is is uh, uh, turn the key on and off two or three times before you actually start the vehicle and uh-huh. like after two or three times of cycling the key, then go ahead and crank it and see if it comes right to life. And if it does, then you've confirmed that it is a fuel problem because what you're doing by cycling the key two or three times is uh, building up pressure. You know, the, the, the fuel pump when you turn the key on runs for two or three seconds uh, and then shuts off and then then starts running again when you start cranking the car. So, so that that would be a good test to see if it comes back or if that makes a difference. If it does, then you can start planning for a new fuel pump because that's what's wrong. Is the fuel and pump I've heard really... that's kind of a big job. A fuel pump is... <laughs> well, it's a big job on a new vehicle, but it's an even bigger job on a 2002 vintage because uh, in Minnesota we have this thing called rust, and 
uh, all the fuel lines and all the tank straps and all that sort of stuff, of course, have deteriorated. So on an older vehicle, it can get to be a big job. All right. So, so plan ahead. Okay. Do your test. Yeah. And then uh, plan ahead because uh, that'll be a big deal. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. It is our Car Care Show. Dan Burns in studio until about 745. Jack Farrell uh, comes on board with our weekly wine chat. Always a lot to be learned there. 651-989-9226 is our phone number on the program. Okay, it's August State Fair time. One thing we do know, the colder weather is headed our way. Now would be the time to maybe do that preventative maintenance, get that car ready for winter. Yeah. You know, and uh, another thing that we're doing an awful lot of right now is back-to-school prep for the, oh, sure. the kids that are going cross-country, and you've, you've dealt with this, uh, getting, uh, getting a vehicle ready to go so that they can, uh, can go to school and, and uh, be on campus, be in a strange town where you don't know who can – uh, help you with a car problem. Uh, so the best idea is to have that car checked out and and send them off across country in a in a safe car. So we're doing a lot of that. And then the other thing about that uh, uh, school back to school kids back to school. What do you do when when your kids are in a sm- in a strange town and they're and they have car trouble? And how do you find? Uh, reputable shop and and all that sort of thing and my answer to you is that uh, you call us or call your shop and we have networks of shops you know across the country in every town that uh, are part of our club and so so we have some sort of affiliation with them and we can help you find a uh, a good no. place if you have trouble when your kids are are uh, stuck somewhere yeah and that is that is a worry you well, know, yeah, or for that matter, when you're traveling, if you go on a road trip and and you run into problems, yeah, we you know, actually our customers call us all the time with yeah. that. If uh, I'm I'm here, what should I do? And it's like, well, we'll help you find somebody and and uh, and get you fixed up. Yeah, that that is good. Uh, let's go to the uh, text line here real quick. Uh, I have a 2015 Toyota Highlander. Is it better to turn off the AC and leave the vent on for a while before you stop and park? Or just leave the AC on all the time during the summer months. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, do you, do you need to shut that down before you shut the car off? So well, to speak? You, I don't. Nobody does. I mean, it, it's uh, it's probably a good idea. And the reason it's a good idea is uh, when you're making air conditioner, when the or when you're making air conditioning, when the air conditioning is running, it of course is collecting moisture, and that moisture is being collected in the evaporator. Uh, core and uh, in the in the uh, air conditioning uh, vents the, the that are that are behind the dash and um, you know we'll hear we'll hear complaints from people that I turn on my air conditioning and it smells musty and moldy and and that sort of thing and and if you let the air conditioning if, if you let the fan blow for a little while uh, with the air conditioning off before you shut the car off it'll dry that out and it'll help with that smell that you can sometimes get. So, you know, best idea, yeah, shut it off before you park the car, but none of us do, and it seems to work out just fine, too. All right, quick break, and then we'll come back and go to the phone lines. Lee, Helen, Mark, Clancy, all waiting on the phone lines. Our number is 651 989 
888-900-9226. Dan Burns, our car care show underway on a Saturday here at CCO. It is our car care show. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, Grand Avenue in St. Paul in studio. Steve Thompson in for Denny Long. Denny's back next week in time for the fair. Let's go to the phone lines without further ado. Let's bring in Lee in Brooklyn Park. Lee, you're on the air. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. So uh, I have a 1998 Chevy Cavalier. It used to be my father-in-law's. And for a couple winters, uh, his car wouldn't start unless the ignition was left on for about 10 minutes after it got like below 20 degrees. He'd have to leave his ignition on for 10 minutes, and then the car would start. That was the first symptom. Now I have the car, and now it won't start at all. It doesn't click, doesn't do anything, and it's not the battery. It's not the deal. I suspect anti-theft system. When you open up the door to the car, all the lights flash, all the flashes flash, it dings, um, and that's where I'm at. Well, we, of course, uh, have equipment that can can figure that out for you. Um, if you bring it into your shop, they'll be able to do that. They, We can, uh, on a, a 98 vehicle, that's new enough where we can interface with your computers, with your security system, uh, and find out what we're missing, why things are not being allowed to turn over. And if it is your security system, we'll know that. One thing that I'd recommend that you try is try a different key. Uh, that's probably new enough that it has the technology and the key to identify the correct key so that the vehicle can't be stolen. And that, that sometimes those, uh, those little sensors in the key are sometimes the problem. So that's first thing I would recommend is try a different key, see if that helps. Uh, if not, you'll have to get it towed over to the shop and, uh, and have them look at it and figure it out for you. I've never heard that uh, story that if I turn the car on and leave it sit for 10 minutes that it makes a difference. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but uh, something obviously comes to life in that period of time uh, the way that it used to be acting. But, uh, but if you bring it in, uh, somebody will pretty quickly be able to see what's missing and, and why you're having trouble. Yeah, you don't want to get into the pre-start routine. Well, first I turn the wheel a quarter of a turn, (laughs) and then I (laughs) hit the dash three times, and usually it'll go. (laughs) Let's go to Helen and Mayer. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a 2000 Buick, and now when I turn my key in the ignition, it not only makes the starting sound, but I always hear a (laughs) sound like that. Yeah. Um, well, what I say on sounds is I kind of have to hear it because uh, your imitation is just, I'm sorry, but just less than perfect. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, the, the, the starter, um, if the starter's not engaging with the flywheel properly or if the drive's not going out far enough on the starter like it's supposed to, that makes a terrible grinding sound. And uh, from your, your – uh, sound there i'm I'm wondering if that's what it is if that's the case you want to get it in and have somebody take a listen to that pretty quickly because um while the starter will need to be replaced if that's what it is you don't want to wreck the flywheel the other part of the gears that the starter is engaging with because that gets very expensive to replace you have to remove the transmission if that has to be replaced so we don't want to wreck that so i would recommend that uh soon you bring that in and have somebody take a listen to it and and uh, 
give you some advice as to what you should do with it. You're tuned in to the Car Care Show here on the CCO. Dan Burns in studio. Let's go to Mark in Ridgefield. Mark, you're on the air. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. See, I've done a 98 Eldorado, and it's got less than 100,000 miles, but I knew the day would come where things started to break, and I don't know how far the rabbit hole will go. So my, my brake line broke going down the freeway. Right now it's sitting in my garage. I bought a new vehicle. Um, it's unfortunate that I look at the value of less than 4000 for a beautiful car like that, but i got to bite the bullet and get rid of it. I've been burned by charity and by uh, used sale. I'm just curious, what's a good recommendation, where and who and how to get rid of something like that? Well, I, I, uh, if you've been burned by charity, that's obviously the easiest is to – uh, call up one of the places that will come get your car and donate it to them. And, and, of course, be careful with the title and all that to be sure that the title gets transferred properly. But uh, that's the easiest. And then the, the other one is uh, there's uh, plenty of um, shot or, uh, you know, uh, lots around town who are willing to buy cars. Now, that this one's a little more complicated because it's older uh, and there's a and there's a brake problem, so somebody will have to buy it with the intent that they're going to fix it. Um, so that's the other option, and maybe it's uh, maybe it, you'll find a collector or somebody that's familiar with the car that would be willing to buy it too. But uh, but I don't have a great answer. It's uh, getting rid of a car is a bummer. That's why trading it in is is uh, so popular. Uh, you know, people just don't want to deal with it, so they want to give it to the dealer and let them deal with it. So that's an option too. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if it's true now, but the once upon a time, a uh, scrapyard, a junkyard would come and take it away for you and give you 100 <laughs> bucks. I don't know if they do that anymore. Well, the towing's gotten expensive enough where they'll, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're willing to give you the tow, but that's uh, pretty much you're just giving it to them and, yeah. and, and getting rid of it. But that's yeah. an option, too. Yeah, here, here you go. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, would, I would probably check out some of the other charities in town. If, if you had a bad experience with one, there are a lot of groups here in town that take vehicles. We donate yeah. them every week. There's yeah. one from Lloyd's going out, and, and so there's lots of good ones around for sure. It is our Car Care Show Saturday mornings between 7 and 7.45. Denny Long is away. He'll be back next Saturday in time for the first day of the State Fair. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, Grand Avenue in St. Paul in studio. Let's go to the phone lines. Clancy, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I've got a 99 Lincoln Town car, about 121,000 miles on it. with my wife's car. Doesn't get driven very much. And one day I found uh, some uh, fluid leaked out. Leaked out enough that it came out the back of the car. It looked like it's antifreeze. So I refilled it, and nothing happened. And I drove it, and nothing leaked again. I wonder what's, what's going on there. Well, I wonder if just by coincidence, uh, when you parked the vehicle that one time, if it was hot or if it if, if it had overheated. Because if you're not finding a leak uh, after you refilled it, uh, that makes me feel pretty good that that uh, that there's not a hole somewhere. Uh, the other place that it can come out is if it's hot. Uh, pressure gets high enough that it the uh, the fluid will actually cause the cap to release. And the fluid will, uh, you know, run out uh, under the car and and so forth. So I wonder if that's what it is. If it was maybe on a day that when the weather was hot enough and it caused it to overheat. So uh, I think that's probably what you should should look for. And and uh, you know maybe you're not going to find that it'll do it again now if, if we don't get some hot weather. Uh, 
but that's what I would pay attention to when you are driving it is pay attention to the temperature, the gauge and, and the light and and just be sure that it's, that it's not overheating. I think I would watch out for that. Uh, by the way, uh, coolant, uh, very deadly for our pets. Uh, coolant leaks are a problem in the driveway or in the garage because I, I've never tasted it, but, it, but it's, sweet, it's sweet and they yeah. can get into it and right. it, it can kill them. Yeah, it can. Yeah, very dangerous. So be careful of that. Yeah, for sure. And good news is it, it'll rinse down with just water so you can, uh, you can rinse it away. And is that one of those things, modern vehicles, I, I keep hearing, you, you've brought it up on the show before uh, with Denny many times, uh, coolant's kind of a thing you don't have to touch much anymore. Is that right? Most I of mean, the fluids, is. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Most of the fluids are, are uh, built to be lifetime, uh, fill, and, fill and leave them alone. And, uh, and uh, coolant is, is oftentimes one of those where it's just a lifetime fluid. You have to monitor the level. Because uh, sometimes it'll use just a little bit, but uh, and and then, of course, there's a dozen different types of coolant and different color and a whole bunch of things about it too. That uh, on these new cars, you have to be a little bit careful about what you put back in there. So that's one more warning. As long as we're on the subject, be sure that that instead of just pouring any old fluid in your vehicle, be sure you're using the right thing because it makes a difference. From our text line, by the way, our number is 651-989-9226. And that's good for calls or texts for all our programs here on CCO. Uh, 05 Mercury Grand Marquis, 140,000 miles. That's got a lot of life left in it. Airbag light comes on on hot days only, 80 degrees and warmer. What could be going on with the airbag? <laughs> well, good news is uh, if the airbag light is on or has been on, uh, there's a history of information that I can access and come up with. And the, of course, with the airbags, because it's a, it's a complex system, there's lots and lots of sensors and things that can go wrong with it. And uh, and one of yours, one of your sensors, probably on a hot day, isn't happy with that, and it's causing the light to be on. Uh, the good news is when the light is on, the airbag system is disabled so that uh, it's not going to go off by accident. So you can know that. Uh, you know, bad news is if you get in a wreck and the airbag light is on, the airbags will not deploy. So they're not going to help you in, a, in that situation. So if you bring it in, your shop will scan that system, come up with a an area to focus on, and they will do the diagnostic and, and replace the sensor, and and uh, you'll be in business. Uh, we did get a text on the car donation, and it has to do with uh, what, what what sort of credit you would get on your taxes. And they someone texted in and said, uh, the tax laws have changed. So my only advice would be talk to a tax advisor and get to the yeah, bottom of that. Right. And we'll leave it at that. And and also the uh, you know the donation sites know a lot about that too. They'll be Absolutely. able to give you, they'll be able to give you good information on that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So so check it out, get the info, yeah. and find out for sure. But if you have any tax related questions, you know certainly a tax advisor is the way to go there. Our phone number is six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Let's go to Chuck in New Richmond. Chuck, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, I have a 2002 Buick with about 130,000 miles, and I'll be driving down the road. It might be 40 miles an hour. It might be 60. I'll get a 
a, a, like a jerk where everything kind of stops for a fraction of a second. Yeah, that's I hate those intermittent problems. That's our that's our least favorite word in our business. Where <laughs> it does it just for a second, no lights come on, uh the computer doesn't store any information and uh they're hard. They're hard to to zero in on and uh luckily I'm old and I've driven hundreds and hundreds of cars and so uh my best advice would be bring it in and have a professional take it for a ride, hopefully they'll experience it. Uh, and if they do, oftentimes we have a good idea as to what we should focus on. I mean, we can even oftentimes tell, you know, did that feel like it was running out of fuel? Did it feel like it was transmission-related? Did it feel like it was just a, you know, was it spark-related? But that's hard for me to describe over the over the phone, Uh as to what it'll feel like. But if, like I say, if you can bring it in and have your shop take it for a drive, I think that's the uh, the best way you're going to get to the bottom of it. The key is getting uh, some sort of check engine light because that means a code was recognized right. or something and you can go into the computer and find it. That's actually oftentimes part of our diagno- diagnosis. People will come in and say, well, it's doing this and doesn't do it very often. And oftentimes we'll say, well, my best recommendation is uh, you keep driving it until we get a light. And then, uh, you know, e- even if they say, well, it's got this funny little misfire. And I say, well, if you drive it long enough, eventually the computer will catch that and identify a particular cylinder. Mm-hmm. And that's the cheapest way for me to uh, to repair your car is if I have some information. From our text line, Toyota Camry, after the last rain, my floor carpets were wet under the seats. Do I have a hole somewhere underneath my car? I don't have a sunroof, and I didn't leave the windows open. (laughs) Where could that water be coming from? Well, the other place that it oftentimes comes from is uh, um, in your air conditioning system, in your heating system, there's an inlet for outside air to let fresh air into the vehicle, and if that that ductwork has gotten clogged with debris from trees and so forth over the years. Uh, there, of course, there is a drain in the bottom of all that for the water to run out. And if that drain has gotten plugged, then it'll back up through your air conditioning system, through your heating system, through the vents and uh, drip onto the floor. I would ha- recommend that you get after that quickly uh, because, of course, underneath the seats <clears throat> is all sorts of wiring and computers and all sorts of important things that does not do well with water. So uh, get the water out of there, vacuum the water out of there, and then have somebody help you figure out where that, how that's getting in. Uh, the other place that it can come in if the vehicle's old enough and if it's rusty around the windshield, the uh, windshields will leak and, and uh, cause that problem too. Wow. I, I had a car that literally had a hole in the floor in the back seat, a 67 Firebird that I had in the late 70s, early 80s, right. plywood. That, yeah. that, well, that was pretty much it. That the good news it. is if you have a hole in the floor, it'll drain out. <laughs> <laughs> it'll dry eventually. It, it'll leak in, but it'll drain out. And cars now are so tight that uh, if you get water in them, it won't drain out on its yeah. own. You have to help it. 
All right, we've got to run. Dan, always good to see you here on the Car Care Show. How do people reach you at Lloyd's Automotive? Well, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. You can give us a call. We'll be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Or, best of all, come on over and, and see what we have going on over there. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. All right. Always great to see you. you. Too, Take Steve. care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.